0: This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It is Jake, and honestly, I'm a little at a loss for words on how to even introduce our episode today. We are speaking with Jason LeBlanc, who is the general manager of for Waterfall Club in Clayton, Georgia that is uh, just on the north side of Lake Burton. I I can't even if you have not been up to this area of our North Georgia region, I'm telling you you're you're missing one of the best parts of it. It is absolutely beautiful and the club that we're uh, at today is is absolutely no exception to that. It is a hidden gem, I would say 90% of the North Georgia region, the Atlanta metro area, has never even heard of it. And I'm telling you, you're, you're missing it. You are freaking missing it. You don't need to go anywhere out of this state to find gorgeous, luxury mountain property. It has a golf course that is absolutely breathtaking. So as that is a means of introduction, you can find out more information about this on our Facebook page. That's uh, North Georgia Life Podcast. You can email us at northgeorgialifepodcast at gmail.com and we will get right to it. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. Uh, My name is Jake and for those of you listening, you're going to want to take notes because I'm about to save you some time, some money, some gas and taxes in multiple states. I know what you're thinking. I've been, I've been looking for that. So uh, we're now best friends. What uh, most of us know in the Atlanta metro area is uh, northeast Georgia. We have people that we know that have friends, family members, coworkers who are always driving every year to Highlands, North Carolina. And they're driving there because they don't know about this place right here in Clayton, Georgia. North Georgia is riddled with great tucked away secrets, and this is one of my favorites. I had an opportunity to play golf here maybe eight, nine years ago, something like that. It is an absolutely stunning golf course. And we're going to give you a little bit of the -the behind-the-scenes information on the property here, uh, what it has to offer for those of you who are, are are drawn to the Highlands, North Carolina area, this is right here in Georgia. It has everything that you're looking for in the Highlands area, but it's a lot closer to home, and you don't have to file taxes for multiple states, so it's a win on all fronts. Uh, so the person sitting across the table from me today is Jason LeBlanc. Jason is the general manager here at Waterfall. Jason and I had an opportunity to work together for about four years. We're just talking almost 10 years ago now uh, was the last time we got to see each other's beautiful faces. <laughs> Jason has had a pretty extensive career that has gone in some different directions. But uh, we're, as we're going to talk about, some of those those things have really made him into the quality and the level of leader and general manager he is here at the the club. I can tell you he is he is one of few people that I'm envious of in life because this is his view from his office and he's a better cook than I am, which is very rare because I like to cook. But Jason is a phenomenal cook. And I'll also just tell you he is from people that have worked with him, worked under him in in the past, everybody will say the the same things about him. He is a he's a family man. He's a great leader, he does, he leads by example, just generally a great human being. So I love that I get an opportunity to sit here. I'm thankful we have a breeze, of course, because we're on the top of a mountain.
1: Thank you for the kind words, but it's, it is great to see you again, and, and uh, I'm, I'm glad to share. One of the things I love the most is is for people to, uh, to see this for the first time. I know you felt it and seen a little bit of it before when we played golf that day, but but this is a special place, so thanks for making the time.
0: Probably don't remember the 20-foot punt that I sank on this course because you see so many of them from me over the years.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, no, I use that as an example every day when I'm when I'm playing with members. That's the, so the Moran putt,
0: because so <laughs> it was the one putt. <laughs> so Jason, I know a little bit about your past uh, and your work history, but for those who are wondering, where where does a general manager of a club like this come from? take us back a little bit where you grew up uh how you got to start with your first job and just kind of connect some of the dots along the way
1: so a general manager by definition is uh kind of a jack of all trades a master of none maybe but i did come through i come through the restaurants uh, not the typical club manager that comes through the pga program Um, so i have more hospitality background i have more. Of a service and hospitality background, which I think helps me here in this spot. Uh, we we are about golf. Golf is very important, uh, but golf is just one of the services and amenities that a lake lifestyle, a mountain lake lifestyle brings, and what our members are drawn to. So, I really feel fortunate that my background has come through um, through hospitality. Uh, first from a bagger at a grocery store to dishwasher to. Working at the front of the house of restaurants in many different places, Dallas, Houston, uh, Austin, St. Louis, uh, Arkansas, all of those things I look back on and they've all kind of given me the toolbox that I have now and I'm I'm very grateful uh, for all of my opportunities but at this project I feel like I've been able to use Use all of those tools uh, throughout the course of the of the last six seven years as we've really had to reposition and rebuild. So I've had to I've had to do uh, sales and marketing and promotion and, and such that I've I've learned from a different project and uh, you know email marketing and uh, membership strategies and. Uh, uh, you know, while we don't have a sales component of real estate, uh, which I'm thankful for because we really get to focus on the private club, we have a sales component of membership sales, and of course, membership uh, and, and dues dues and revenue associated with are really the lifeblood of. Of what we have here, so I'm uh, I'm I'm really f- uh, fortunate to be able to lead this uh, project, and I really feel like I um, I've gotten prepped for this along the course of my career. So it's a neat feeling to to go to work every day and to know it's going to be a challenge, but know that you, at the end of the day you can um, you know hang hang your hat high that you um, that you made a difference and. And uh, and lead by example. I think you picked up you picked up on it. That's that's certainly important for me.
0: I was going to get this a little later in in our conversation, but wanted to touch on it really because I think it's it's a um, a critical comp- component of how you got here. I remember when you were I don't know I don't even know if you call it applying for this job. I, I just I re- I remember it so well, and I've shared it with with people uh, since then. You really you went for it. Like some people, when they're applying for a job, it's a resume, it's a cover letter. It's the bare minimum of, of applying for a job or trying to get a job. And it's just like, well, you know, I hope they call me back. I remember you putting together like a package deal that wasn't even asked for. And that was what I mean, that's ultimately why you and I are sitting here talking today. Uh, and that's 10 years ago. Talk a little bit about that, and just kind of go in the extra mile for the things you want in life. Well, not
1: not everything is in life is is uh, hair raising and 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 just obvious. But when I first met this operation and came up, I was asked to just do due diligence for a, a sale out of a, a deal that was going on between a company I was associated with and a, and a new a new potential buyer. And um, you know, I, I I came up, and it was interesting the. I lived in Delana at the time, and it was uh, so it was February day, kind of typical, uh, hazy, sunny, you know, maybe maybe in the uh, you know upper 40s, low 50s, and and when I got to Lake Burton, it clouded up, and when I came up this mountain, it was a whiteout of snow, so I met this place in like fairy tale conditions and I was like what the heck is this place and I didn't even get to see the view that day because it was just white there was just you couldn't you couldn't see the lake you couldn't see the mountains but after I spent that day here I called my wife immediately and she said well how did it go and, and I said well it, well it went it went great and she said well yeah well what do they need and I said well they need me um, and that was just it was just obvious that uh, that what this place needed it had the bones it had all of the big dream the big uh, you know the big views, the stunning golf course on a mountain with cool weather grasses. It had all that. It had the backbone. It had uh, what it needed was somebody to figure out how to run it, and that was really a, um, a challenge. I was just kind of, I didn't really have a choice. It was it was chosen for me, I think. So, without sounding a little,
0: a little corny or whatever, you hit the nail on the head because it was. I remember that era when we we worked together and there was so many things that for a lot of us were just kind of being, I don't want to say pulled out of a hat, but just kind of thrown at you of, Hey, this is, this is part of what we need from you right now. And, and that was, that was part of the ask from you, but then you go and go kind of above and beyond became, became clear to the, the management that had asked you to do that, that we don't have just a pencil pusher putting some numbers together from a due diligence standpoint, we have somebody who understands this place and what it's lacking because when, I mean, when you come up here and you should come up here, it is like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's like you are transported into some sort of mountain paradise. It's, it's stunning.
1: It, it is. It, and it never gets old. And even 10 years now into the project, nine full seasons into this project, I still find myself, stopping and taking a look at the at the view taking pictures of the sunsets and sunrises and wildlife and bears and and uh, turkey and all that that's just this natural surrounding when you have uh 350 acres on a on a mountain you have some pretty cool pretty cool sights to see for sure
0: yeah it's not it's not terrible up here of all the the different jobs the different places that you've lived any particular skill set components and i want to get to talking talking about the property here but any any things you've just along the way that really became i don't want to say kind of structural theme components of making you a good gm
1: yeah i mean great question Uh, you know you're you're sort of Always training for the next, the next step, the next role, and in the last role um, from a from a club that I worked was more uh, clubhouse and and food and beverage centric. I think um, I think the the strategy that I tried to incorporate here, having a clean slate and coming on as a as a new operations leader, uh, was really about you know it's about situational management, um, learning how to manage a team, learning how to manage the individual and getting the most out of them, but. I realized that the days that we kind of grew up in, or maybe we were on a cusp uh, of the days where the boss would sit behind the desk and, and, and pound his, his uh, hands on the table and you would, you would do what you're told because he was your boss, those, those days are kind of over. Um, the people that we're trying to motivate here, which typically are younger, seasonal people, um, they need to know the why of things. They need to know that what they do every day makes, has a, a purpose, um, I can tell you to go clean that table, but if I tell you that it's really important that our members have the highest level of cleanliness standards because they're so well traveled. And guess what? If you take care of them and you make this a home away from home, they're going to they're gonna shower you with tips and gratuities. If you take the time to explain it, then the buy-in is a lot better. And I think that's one of the things that I took from my last position to this position. I was really consistent, tried to be consistent in my last position of managing everybody the same way, because it wasn't fair to manage people in a different manner. Uh, but what I really found was that everybody needs those sort of standards to stay within, um, boundaries to stay within, but they really need to be m- motivated individually.
0: One of the things that I've I've shared with, I, I mean, honestly, I say countless people, i dozens of people over the the last nine ten years that i've never seen anybody do and i it's probably a trade secret and you can't tell me but i've come down to the clubhouse where where you know jason was and somehow he could train you could have a six top table he could train his wait staff to take everyone's custom order without writing a single thing down and they would just i i I remember the first time i sat there and i'm like you know what are you like what are you doing write this down like like you don't have a chance and they're just they're looking at you sitting there smiling nodding whatever and sure enough without fail they would come back and they would get everybody's order correct they would put them in front of the right people and i i remember a conversation we had one day and and I have I can't tell you how many how many uh times that I have used this principle since then in, in a in a managerial kind of t- team role. You said you would take people who had never been in the food and beverage industry any day over people who had because it's harder to untrain bad habits.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean you get that rare person who's born with that servant heart and who can, you know, put your you know put themselves in the in the customer's shoes and anticipate their needs and and empathize naturally and it, it come off authentically but um I yeah I would rather have a blank canvas so that you can you can start without the uh the uh, disadvantage of having bad habits for yeah. sure yeah. yeah especially in a in a project like this because it you know you're we're trying to teach people that have uh typically never seen three-diamond, five-star, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, that's, that's you know, the, that, that level of service and anticipation of needs, you're trying to teach people that have never experienced them themselves. Mm-hmm. Some folks, this is their, not only their first club job, but it's their first job. So you're, you know, we're trying to teach people to do something that's not a natural thing to do. So yeah, I definitely rather start with the blank canvas
0: we'll transition to the business operations side Uh, we were talking earlier this week about some of the the things while this is a private club there are ways of people that have interest in the club interest in the property here itself there is a community that you will drive through part of it getting up to the club Talk a little bit about some of those those options, the, the offers that are out there, uh, as far as what someone who may be considering buying a house in Highlands or Cashiers or something like that, he finds out about Waterfall and says, "Well, how do I how do how do I get connected, put my feet on the ground, and, and see what my options are?" Sure. So
1: we, um, you know, when when we repositioned this project, we realized that um, the only way to be successful is going is to be more inclusive. Um, you know, the exclusivity of a private club is, is still remains. There are certain things that, uh, that membership has its privileges, but, but we found over the course of the years, the best way uh, to um, qualify a, a prospect is to have them enjoy the, the, the services and amenities. So there are various ways to do that. Um, as an, as a, uh, a guest of a member, uh, everybody typically knows somebody that, that, that has a Lake Burton experience if you grew up in Georgia. Um, but uh, but if, you, if you're interested in, um, in tasting and feeling and seeing the amenities and services of Waterfall Club, we, we run a small resort component uh, that is intended just to do that exactly, just to give people an idea of what, what our members enjoy every day. And So we have, um, we have a small uh, hotel product that we have six rooms. Um, it's adjacent to, uh, to our overlook, which is our casual restaurant. Uh, our theater, our game room, our theater, uh, our kids' room, and and uh, uh, our movie theater uh, is right next to it as well. So it's, it's positioned where you're right in the thick of things as far as uh, the amenities and services and it, and it act the it's the bottom level of this of this building that we're in now. And uh, we've run that for the last five six years, and uh, uh, we do. About four or five hundred stays uh, a, a year and some of those are rel- rel- uh, relative to members and extra space they needed when they run out of rooms in their houses and cabins on Lake burden but but uh, other ones are, are people that express an interest that say hey you know we want to learn a little bit more about waterfall we want to play golf or have a massage in your in your spa use the indoor workout indoor tennis outdoor tennis um, and and dine with these great views yeah. um, we have a, a boat that we rent to get uh, attached to Lake Burton, a, a dock that, uh, that we have on Burton to, uh, to do some day recreation as well. So you really can get the full experience. And what we found, like we said, it's just they become membership prospects. They come back, uh, they start looking with realtors about what they might want to do in their next chapter of life uh, to, to have a home in the mountains or have a home around Lake Burton. Um, it certainly doesn't uh, appeal to, to everyone, but, um, but the people that like it, they really, really like it
0: yeah i was gonna say yeah if, if the mountain life isn't gonna be everybody's cup of tea the kind of luxury lifestyle living that you see the architecture is not going to be for everybody but for those who that's their thing this is your place <laughs> you are not lacking in any of that if you want to go out late afternoon and get on the backside
1: and only have the the hawks and uh and wildlife screeching around you and get lost in in nature and in one of the most serene settings in the world and yeah this is this is pretty special
0: what's one of your your favorite memories or favorite stories that you share with people all the time from here
1: wow well you know I, I guess just the progression of where we've come from has really attracted such a, a grateful membership and a grateful employee base as well and I think that's probably one of the most rewarding and cool things to have seen over the course of the years is you know there was a period in time just like a lot of the golf club communities and and real estate and uh you know the uh we all know what happened in in 2008 and 2009 and and kind of coming out of the ashes of that um you know there was a period of time where um our members uh, who had enjoyed this lifestyle for you know we the club started in 1999 so they had been you know, they had been multiple years into this thing and gotten attached to it. And there was a period of time where we just didn't know if it was going to be around tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, working through that um, with a couple of different startups, uh, we finally found the right mix. And, um, as I mentioned, got real estate, uh, you know, off off of our plate where we could really focus on the club, which was a gamble, but it turned out that uh, our members uh, responded well and we attracted a lot a lot of new members, people. Uh, but along the way the people that have have lived it with us they're so grateful of all that we went through that there's just such a high level of appreciation and that's really really special I you know you, I don't have um, I, I don't have any members that have been around at any point you know any length of time that uh, you know that, ha- that have the uh, that are that are difficult that are ungrateful that are pretentious that are standoffish I mean we're forming really really great relationships here and uh, as well with the employees the employees that get it they stick around i've got employees that have been here since the beginnings you know all 20 years um i've got employees that uh you know are brand new but they get it and they and they plan to be around for 20 years um you know it's just um it's 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 a special uh situation here because um, there's so many opportunities for people if they if they stick around and if they get attached to, to this the uh, the, the level of membership, the level of people that we deal with on a, on a day-to-day basis, the, uh, you know, the simple, uh, you know, net, networking opportunities are, are, are tremendous. Uh, you know, and when, when I transitioned from one ownership to another, I was having meetings with CEOs of, for, of Fortune 500 companies and the uh, attorneys and negotiators for uh, world-class companies. And, and we were sitting down talking about this project, and I got to really... I got to really learn a lot uh, from from that process. Sometimes you learn more from adversity, and yeah. coming on the other side of that thing, um, just ha- having the grateful spirit is just a joy to be around every day. And, and uh, just the, the 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 seasonality, the four seasons, the the fact that we're really in a temperate rainforest. We had 100 a inches of rain last year, which yeah. was the most. Most I've seen since I've been here, we had 101 in 2013 and I thought that was going to wash us away. Uh, but the trade-off is, look at how green and just lush and beautiful. funny thing is, is people from out west, they come out and they, they're from Colorado or wherever, and I just I say, oh, I love your mountains, and uh, they're so majestic, and, and we love to go skiing and hiking in the, in the summers. And the first thing they say is, we love your mountains. They're so lush and green and rolling and pretty. Um, so yeah, uh, the, uh, the natural, uh, surroundings are, are terrific. And, th- and then you think about the geographical area mm-hmm. where you can be pretty much six hours to either coast, uh, Gulf or, or coast. You're four hours from Charlotte, you're four and a half hours from Nashville, uh, Atlanta, you can, you can do in your sleep. It's, it's a hop, skip and jump, especially from Northern Atlanta. Uh, but, um, you know, most of our membership is coming from, um from at the Atlanta area mostly from Georgia mostly within a day's drive we're finding uh but we are seeing some regional folks that 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 seek us out and again it's just because there's so much to do here especially seasonally.
0: Yeah one of the things that you, you touched on but because we both like to cook and eat I wanted to talk have you talk about the the level and the quality of the food here.
1: Yeah yeah absolutely we've um We've really made a, a, quite a breakthrough with our, our um, chef. That's in his second year. Uh, Justin Johnson has come over to us. We uh, we recruited him from uh, from Chateau Alain, where he ran their banquet program, uh, a huge, huge program that he ran. And one of the things that he's uh, he's brought was to us is you know his, his base level of of culinary knowledge is is tremendous, but um, he's actually able to. Slow down and think, and be intentional, and listen to member feedback, and and really uh, to uh, mirror his program and his culinary programming around what our members really, really want. And and it's it's a it's a you know it's a southern influence mountain style cuisine. It's it's eclectic, but it's not pretentious. It's using the best uh, the best available ingredients, throwing in some local vegetables, especially this time of year. Um, you know, even though we are far away from the coast, uh, you know, our uh, clientele is uh, health conscious and so we are doing a lot of fresh fish. Uh, but we found a purveyor that's, uh, you know, harpooning on, on Wednesday and on our plates on Friday. So wow. it's, um, it's, it's been a really good uh, uh, progression and we really feel that um, we're sort of hitting it right on the, right on the target now. Uh, they want variety but they also want to see a dish that when they when they've had it before that they come back and it's still there so that's you know that's a a challenge in in its own regard but uh, what he usually does is it creates a a weekly rotating menu and then member favorites from that go on to a static menu and so you have both you have both menus Uh, that and coupled with our, our wine program we're able to to really um, get some highly allocated wines, and our our, our wine list is something that uh, that we're also very proud of.
0: Yeah, I I would imagine your wine list is pretty spectacular here. It's it's a lot of fun because
1: we can do th- we can get things and we can do things that we don't have to sell tomorrow. So when you can do that and you can lay things down and put it on a list and don't worry about it, uh, s- somebody along the way is going to really appreciate this wine, although maybe only. A half a percent of wine drinkers even know what what it is. So, yeah, it's kind of cool.
0: Let a little dust collect on the bottle. So, we need to go harpooning one time. (laughs) It's like, I want to go harpooning. I'll go harpooning Wednesday and be back here Friday. Yeah, strangely, that's not one of our amenities. (laughs) No. I want to diverge here. Something fun I like to do called lightning round. Which has nothing to do with anything that we've talked about. You're 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 well versed in most aspects of life, so I didn't feel like I needed to to preface this which, with Have you seen these two movies? So, which is the more emotional speech, William Wallace on the battlefield, at Braveheart, or Augie's speech in front of the school in the movie Wonder? Oh, well, definitely Wonder. Definitely Wonder. wonder. Definitely Wonder. I was I was gonna peg you for Braveheart.
1: No, I'm not. I you know I, I just that that sort of. You know, I guess maybe because it's a history piece, and you really, you really, like I question whether or not that really went down that way. That's that you know, I just don't know. I maybe so so it's it's the validity of the speech that sets sets it back exactly the the probability that it actually happened. I think says yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, either one would have been fine. They're both fantastic movies. If you haven't seen either one, most people, Braveheart's been around, can you believe Braveheart's been like 20 years? How How old do I feel when I say that? Doesn't have to be work-related, but personal, professional, something, a box you'd like to check somewhere in the next decade.
1: I would like to travel more, and, and that could be personally or professionally, uh, but I think the more... The more you travel, I think the more you realize that people are the same, people are different, the more you ha- have you know, empathy for other people and and really come away a little more well-rounded, I think, when you see somebody else's environment. And so I'd, I'd really like to travel. I think um, uh, we're gonna be able to do that a little bit going to see my brother in Melbourne, Australia, this, this fall, uh, which will be good. We're celebrating our uh, parents, let's see, our parents, 70th birthday and 50th wedding anniversary wow. so we're gonna do that down under which will be cool because uh, we I've never been that far uh, outside of the the states but uh, literally halfway around the world but yeah I think um, I think that can be both professionally and 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 personally I think once I uh, get to a place where I feel like I've done everything that I can do here uh, I don't know when that is uh, but uh, but I'd like to stay in in the hospitality industry either. Consulting and traveling and helping others uh, with some of the things that I've learned. Potentially, if anybody wants to listen,
0: how do people are listening? Their interest has been piqued. How do they find out more about the the club? About booking one of the hotel suites, uh, which I imagine are pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, they're you know they're they are they're uh, they're comfortable. They're uh, what we found here is that because the outdoors and the amenities and services and activities is what people want to do. Uh, you know, you, you have to have a comfortable place to uh, to lay your head down, but you're not spending a whole lot of time in your room. So we've uh, we've outfitted them very nicely, uh, but uh, um, nothing too extravagant because it, it really is the uh, it's the outdoors and the the, the the dining and the spa and the golf and all those other things that we are we, we are and that's what you really want to be doing. But uh, yeah, we you know we have a website um, www watcherfallclub.com and uh, that's got a lot of good information um you know picture, the pictures are great the information is great uh but again you have to really experience this to understand it uh to really you you gotta you gotta go to bed with it wake up with the clouds rolling in from the mountains with your cup of coffee and uh you you really just need to experience the tranquility of it Uh, So go to that website or uh, give us a call. Uh, Our club number is 706-212-4000, and any one of the uh, number of people that might answer can point you in the right direction of of either uh, talking about our our lodge accommodations, uh, kind of the hotel product that we have, or we also have some um, nicely outfitted homes within the uh, community uh, that we rent uh, based on, um, you know, needs for a certain number of beds or number, you know, if you're going to stay for a full weekend, it might be more comfortable to uh, for you and your family to have a, a home. So there's several opportunities, and uh, we'd love to share it, absolutely love to share it.
0: Well, we're going to end on that. One of the things that we try to do uh, every week uh, on the podcast is, uh, as we say, help you embrace life where you live. And if you are commuting to a mountain home uh, out of state or someplace like that or have been thinking about expanding your your interest in vacation and traveling and just getting some R&R without having to go too far. We hope we've given you some, some great things to think about, to talk about, and for those who are wrapping up their careers and want to have a great, great place to, to lay their head and, and just really enjoy the, the life that you've worked for, this is a great spot. It's a mountain town, but it has the finer things. If you've never been to Lake Burton, you've got to come up. With that, we're going to end. Jason, thanks for your time, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, yeah. I enjoyed it. This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live.